Welcome to One Girl in All the World, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Rewatch Podcast, where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy Super Fan. Kimmy, Buffy Newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram, with new episodes on Tuesdays. So, I was totally fine with you, like, being a little bit delayed today because Matt decided to give me my birthday presents. And one of them was Wait, Buffy. it's like 15, well, however many days early. Yeah. But your birthday month, is that yes, what we're doing? Exactly. Yes. Ah, yes. yes. I approve of this. I, I totally subscribe to the birthday month. Yeah. And like one of my gifts, I like I just start using it. So So wait, what is it? What are we Well it's not a different gift, one that I didn't what didn't pick out for myself. Uh, related? It is. That's why I'm sharing it on here. Otherwise it'd be pretty irrelevant. It's like this drawing or painting. Oh, that's really cool. It's got to glare a bit from the... So yeah, if you're listening only, you need to go over our YouTube channel and look at it. So it's basically a season four image of Buffy. Season... Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, just tell about your hair. I guess tell about like, your hair. Then why it... is Angel in it? It's just, it's not not the whole thing. Just Buffy is from season oh, four. Oh, that's her season four look. Okay. Yeah. And Spike is in it. See, I have yeah. a feeling Spike's going to come back. Spike, Angel... Are behind her, and it's like mm-hmm. it looks just like a photo from the from like where I'm like, but it's like a like a painting. Like if you look at it close up, it's like a paint. It looks like a painting, oh, not yeah. just like a poster. Wow. Um, and then at the bottom, there's a really cool like a full moon and a graveyard. Yeah. Okay. So, you know me, I'm a I I have been a Twilight fan. This kind of reminds me of like Bella and Edward and Jacob. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could. I mean. Yeah. Whatever you want. Anyway, moving on. That's a very nice birthday gift, though. Way to go, Matt. <clears throat> yeah, and he's like, he's like, it's pretty expensive for a poster, but then he got it and he realized it was like a painting. That looks really good. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it reminds me of I have a. Uh, I told him it reminds me of um, I have the uh, Abbey Road of the Beatles Abbey Road cover. You know where they're walking across the crosswalk. Yeah. And I have that, but it's a painting. Oh, um, cool. it's around here. I don't even remember where I put. It. I put it in the hallway. And uh, I've had it for years before I ever met Matt. And it reminded me of that because it's like a photo. Even though this isn't like a photo, this is like, this isn't a photo you would just Google and find. Yeah. Like they put this together from different things. Um, but I was like, I like that. I like like kind of like a photo or something I'm familiar with. And then it's like kind of like That's cool. either nice. done digitally to look like a painting or it actually was. I'm not sure. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah. Very nice. So, very cool. i got to find somewhere to hang it up. So, that's my, that was my Buffy-related birthday present. Oh, one, I have a feeling there might be more to come. I don't know. He didn't say anything to me, but I just, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was happy with what I got. So, today we were talking about Dead Man's Party. So which much is, better than the last episode. I agree. And I think, so it's season three, episode two. So, yeah. we're starting, starting season three and now we're getting into it. Mm-hmm. And... I did. I agree. I think it was like, it's a really interesting episode because it's like a lot of funny stuff. It is semi lighthearted, but there is a lot of like drama in it too at the same time. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like angles is coming from. So Dead Man's Party originally aired on October 6th, 1998, written by Marty Noxon, which who I love. So I had not remembered that before. So every time I like an episode, it's always usually her. Um, Directed by James Whitmore Jr. And the synopsis is, After months of being away, Buffy finds life back in Sunnydale less than welcoming with Xander and Willow involved in their own romantic twosomes and Principal Snyder sticking it sticking to his guns about expelling her from school. 
Despite the awkward reunion, the gang must try to come together to face a new undead threat. Okay. Which I think, so far, these the season three um, synopsis has been really accurate and good. Sometimes yeah. they're not they're not great, so yeah, oh, yeah can, that's true. Yeah, this one was good. So we start off Dead Man's party with a previously on. So we basically get the whole Angel Buffy thing with him, her killing him, yep. her leaving town, where she's been. Everyone's been worried about her and her coming home. And we open the episode in Buffy's room. She's unpacking. She's unpacking and kind of just getting reacclimated to her her house and her in her room. And she gets her like a jacket and goes into her mom's room and Joyce is hanging a Nigerian mask on the wall which is like got like these fangs and stuff like I wouldn't want it hanging in my bedroom for sure it's interesting looking yeah um that's it would probably give me nightmares she says it cheers up the room and Buffy's like no mom it wants the room to suffer it's awful (laughs) and of course Joyce owns a, a um art gallery so she can appreciate some of these things like people like, I wouldn't appreciate this mask right, like, like she does. So she, she, can, has, she understands the meaning behind it and everything. Yeah, but it is not like a very not peaceful thing I would have in my bedroom. No, it's creepy. Buffy startles Joyce, and she when she's hanging it up, she ends up putting the hammer through the wall. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she says she got used to um, the quiet when Buffy was just her in the house. Yeah. And <laughs> they have this very awkward conversation. <laughs> it's so funny. It is funny. <laughs> Um, where Buffy says she's gonna, like, go find Willow and Xander, if that's okay. She's like, yeah, that's okay, but do you want something to eat? But maybe I should drive you. Like, all this. And I love it. will you be slaying? (laughs) When she says, will you be slaying? (laughs) And Buffy says, only if it give me lip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was really funny. That was great off the right off the bat. Um, Um, Her mom is over-momming, basically. She's trying mm -hmm. to, like, overcompensate maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, hey, do you want a snack? And, or you or you must be hungry. She's like, I actually, no, nah, I was, but then you gave me that four-course snack after dinner. <laughs> so they're just like, they don't know how to deal with each other right now. Like, yeah. it's still very, very fresh. They're trying to tiptoe around each other. I mean, like, this hasn't been days. This has been, like, an hour since Buffy came home. So it's, yeah. it's you know, it just happened. But it does, it's nice because it does seem like Joyce wants things to get back to normal. So Yeah. Um, when Joyce, but I did, I did think, like, when Joyce said, um... You know, I just want to put this behind us and whatever. Like, I mean, talk about rug, sweep, 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 sweep. That's not going to ha- work. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, to Joyce's is like, like your 16-year-old kid can't run away from home for months. Mm-hmm. And you just like, they come home and it's like no questions no, asked. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just not good for anybody. No. Well, it's but not we good see that for, doesn't doesn't last long. It's not good for the other people in her lives. It's not good for anybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's not good for Buffy. It's not good for anybody. So yeah, it's very awkward. But Buffy says she's going to go find Willow and Xander. Yeah. Buffy's walking in an alley and she hears something and she sees this like guy walking in front of her with a big like coat with the the collar turned up and he seems kind of suspicious. Looks suspicious. Yeah. Looks sus. And she grabs him and it's Xander and he turns around with a stake and almost stakes her. But, of course, she can disarm him pretty easily. And he's wearing a huge cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's like the fl- it's like Flavor Flav cross instead of a clock. It's <laughs> exactly a, like, it huge cross. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's basically was bait this time, I guess. And he just, like, is shocked to see her. Mm-hmm. And they don't really get a chance to, like, talk, really. Um, 
But we get a little quip and she said, didn't your mom warn you about running around with pointy sticks? Yeah. It's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, I anyway, I'm going to be quiet. Um, so I think that the, they have like their little, obviously their little set, their little, they, the Scoobies, like Sans Buffy have this whole like process. So like kind of down and they're improving it for slaying and Xander's walkie-talkie goes off and it's crude. She's like, Nighthawk, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, I forgot about their code names. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so Xander's code name is Nighthawk. And before they can really go any further, a, a vampire actually does jump out and attack Rimsy. them. Yep. Attacks them, so... Um, and Buffy... She Buffy just, gets slammed against the wall by the vampire, actually. Yeah. She's, like, maybe a little out of practice. And then um, Willow and Cordelia and Oz all come right in and they just, like, they, they're, like... You know, doing their thing. They have this like little choreography, and it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of cool. Actually, it was fun to watch them do that. Yeah, um, and then they're all just kind of like, "Oh, hi!" And it's kind of awkward. It's they're awkward. all just kind of staring at each other. Mm-hmm. Though I know it to go from there. Uh, and then we go to the credits, and then we go to Giles's front door, mm-hmm. where the whole gang goes uh, to basically Boyd's Buffy going to like tell Giles that she's back. Yeah, and I thought it was weird that everybody was like behind her, like. Okay, we're gonna like all be part of this and like see. We don't know if he's gonna be pissed or like cry or we don't know what's gonna happen. But they're all they're all there to see it. So Giles opens the door and they, they kind of wait with bated breath. Like, how is he gonna react? But he just says, "Welcome home, Buffy." Yeah, he's welcoming. He's he in this whole episode. He's the one who accepts and just you know, like he. I think. In his mind, whatever she went through, she needed to go through that. So he just kind of accepts it and he welcomes her back. And I, I don't feel like she gets that from anybody else. And I found it disappointing. But he's like the constant in her life. Right. And we kind of feel, I think we feel a little bit differently about this episode. So that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Like, I think he was the, well, he's very mature and yes, older, is. obviously, than these teenagers. Yeah. So I think he was and able. Her mother. To, yeah, I think he was able to. But that's his. That's his. That's her daughter. So I think that's where it, like the emotion really that's like. Fair. Okay, fine. That's fair. gives her a disadvantage. Uh, I think also though, Giles has gone through a lot of weird stuff in his life too. He's gone through some really difficult times where I know the, the Scoobies have gone through difficult times too, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not what Buffy's gone through. Yeah. And I feel like Giles understands better. Yeah. So I feel like Giles is less, I feel like everything I'm going to say, like I'm, I'm like, not really, but not less affected because he is extremely worried and off running off to find, try I to know, find her. Thing. Nine leads, 10 leads. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, I feel like he is able to not feel as betrayed by her as some other people do. Um, okay. But I don't, but that, said that, I don't think that the other people's feelings are very, they're super invalid either. No. So we'll get to, get to that. We'll get to that. That's right. So they come. So he's you welcoming, get, which is great. He invites them in for tea and cookies. And it, the little scene, the little shot, really, when he goes into the kitchen to, like, grab the tea and he just like has a moment of like like he just takes his glasses off and he's just so relieved and he just like smiles like he's just like so happy and it's like kind of like leaking out because you know he's very like stiff upper lip 
Like he doesn't like have like his, his strong to fall a bit. Yeah, strong outward display of emotions towards yeah. her or anything. He didn't like grab mm-hmm. her and hug her. So yeah. he's like in that moment, like a private moment, he's so relieved and happy that she's back. I love how Oz is like, oh, you're not wanted for a murder anymore. And she's like, good. That was such a drag. <laughs> like, way to just kind of ease into things. Yeah, so with everything else that we have to deal with, with Buffy coming back, like, they was like, they figured it out. It's fine. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't they, say anything about it, but they're just like, that's gone away. So we don't yeah, we're just going to go away. Like, anymore. Who, so who did they find for the murder? Because it wasn't Drusilla. Yeah. Like, oh, this vampire did it? Like, yeah. how is Buffy off the hook? Anyway. So... Buffy just wants to, like, just get back to normal. She also wants to just rug, sweep, sweep, sweep. She wants everybody to go to the bronze. And, of course, Cordelia, Cordelia and Xander are coupled up. And Willow... Oz... <laughs> like, Willow and Oz are coupled up. So, like, okay. they have plans with each other, kind of. Mm-hmm. But Willow says she'll, she was going to do, like, schoolwork. So she's going to change her plans and they can hang out. But they're basically just, like, leapfrogging over all these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Buffy needs to get back into school. Giles is like, um, don't forget. Yeah. You need to like talk to Principal Snyder and try to get back into school. This is one, this is Joyce's redeeming quality in this episode, I'll say. Yeah, she does good in this aspect yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Buffy says that her mom is making an appointment with Principal Snyder. So mm-hmm. they're gonna, they're gonna work on it. So then we go to the Principal Snyder's office and Buffy and, um, her mom are there. And he basically says no. He just says no. She's not coming back. Nope. And he is delighted about it. He's such a dick. He is. God. He's such a sad little man, and he he, is happy to make other people miserable. mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I feel so good about it. Like, I get a tingly feeling. Yeah, that's gross. It's like he's getting off on it. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you know, you have no right to keep her from her education. she's cleared of all charges. Um, And he says a hot dog on a stick is hiring? (laughs) Asshole. Wow. In front of her mother. <laughs> he is like, horrible. He feels nothing. Yeah. And Buffy just sits there like, oh my God, what am I going to yeah. do? Yeah. So it's obvious that it's not going to go anywhere. And he, oh, and he also bought the hot dog on the stick. When he says, you would look cute in the outfit. Oh, yeah. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But obviously they're not going to get anywhere with him. No. But I mean, Joyce starts to go all the way to the mayor. She's going to say, I'm going to go all the way to the mayor. And they leave, and he says, wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, and I'm... Here comes the mayor again. I'm curious about what that is, yeah. How many okay. times are we going to hear you, about the mayor? You, you've mentioned this before, and I... It's like the waiting. third or fourth time we've heard about the mayor being mentioned. Yeah, we'll see. And Cider specifically reacting in some way to mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we go to, like, Main Street. This is the first time we see, like, downtown Sunnydale. And it's... We don't... We learn, like, later... I can't remember what season, but we learn that this street is Maple Court. Maple oh, Court. Okay. Um, but it's basically just like the main street. There's like that coffee shop and stuff. And we, we see it. It's used it's like going room. forward. Yeah. It's, we, we see it semi-often going forward. So Joyce drops Buffy off to hang out with Willow. But they also talk about maybe like there's some other options. schooling options. Mm-hmm. I love when Buffy says, what about homeschooling? It's not for scary. Re- it's not just for scary religious <laughs> types anymore. <laughs> I mean... The only person I ever knew that was homeschooled was, I don't, I wouldn't say they were scary, but yes, it was because they were very religious. I was like, okay. Yeah. So when she said that, that made me laugh. because That is definitely that. the stereotype of homeschooling. Extremely <laughs> um, religious people. Um, so she's like, yeah, it's not just for them anymore. Like normal people are doing it too. That's right, yeah. Uh, but 
one, I think she brings that option up because she wants to counter Joyce as saying the private school. And Buffy's not about that option. No, what does she say? She says that we can always look into private school. Yeah, and Buffy says, like, conversation about it, right? Kilts and, uh, you want me to wear kilts and something? So Buffy's not the uniform, basically. She's really not into, like, wearing a uniform. But, you know, Joy says, hey, like, nothing's been decided. Like, we're yep. still working on all these options. Yeah, so, like, don't worry about it. So Buffy gets out and waits for Willow, and Willow doesn't show up. Yeah, that's a bummer. So Buffy just sits there waiting for her. Yep. Buffy eventually just comes back home. Mm-hmm. She runs into Pat, which is from Joyce's book club, which is I the club. It. Not knitting or yoga. Joyce, that Joyce joined. So Joyce had to try to, like, do something with her time. Mm-hmm. Probably her mind while Buffy was missing. Joyce so is an she made a friend. Duck. She made a friend. Yeah. She's weird. Like, when I first, when she first came into the picture, I was just like, oh, is this going to be... The, the something, the bad person that we're going to be dealing with this the episode? The bad of the episode? Yeah. But yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. Well, you weren't totally wrong. You were totally wrong. Yeah. I think I was pretty wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, when we get there, I'll say why I think you weren't totally wrong. Okay. She comes in. Obviously, she knows all about Buffy's. Not slang, obviously, but, like, being missing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she said her mom re- had read, Pat says Joyce had read, The Deep End of the Ocean, which is a novel from 1996, where basically a young son just disappears, which obviously didn't do much for Joyce's mental state, because her daughter was missing. Um, but they had read that in book club, and she's like, oh, that wasn't good for your mother. So Joyce says that Willow had ran late and had called. She got held up, yeah. Yeah, got held up and she had called to say that. But Buffy doesn't seem relieved or no. anything about it. Like, she still thinks feels something's up. Yeah. Um, Joyce wants to invite everyone over for, yeah. like, a d- dinner, like a welcome home dinner. Party. Yeah, a little get-together. Yeah, so just, like, Giles and then, like, the Scooby gang. Um, and so Buffy goes downstairs. But, and Buffy's kind of like, okay, that's fine, but let's keep it, like, really, like, casual. Small, simple. Casual. Yeah. So I'll make a big deal. So but Buffy, and Joyce insists that Buffy goes down to get the company plates. Yes. And um, so Buffy... Buffy's like, I think they're normal people plates. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And so she goes down to the basement to get them, because obviously they don't... They say, you know, we don't ever have people over for for dinner often, so we're going to use them. And when she grabs them, something falls, like, from a top, like a shelf past her, and she looks, and it's a dead cat. Yeah, it's so... It's gross. So gross. And it's not even like that. It doesn't even look like that cat like crawled up there and just died of natural causes. It was like bloody, like it yeah, was injured. It was. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was like injured by something and it crawled. It just like went to hide and then just died, which is sort of sad. Oh, it's it's so not sad. even like yeah. natural causes because it was all injured. Yeah, it didn't look good. So out in the backyard, or was it their front yard? Probably the backyard. Um, Buffy buries the cat and. Joy says they should say something. I think. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by and like, dying. <laughs> Goodbye, uh? stray cat who lost its way. We hope you find it. Yeah, that was kind of cute. That was actually interesting Sweet. because also, like, I thought it was a little metaphorical for Buffy, mm-hmm. who yeah. has lost her way and needs to find it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when this happens, we see we cut to Joyce's bedroom and the the um the mask's mask eyes, red light, red eyes light up. 
They start glowing. Creepy. And then, like, later we see the grave, like, at night, and it starts to, like, move, and the cat comes out of the grave and is alive. It's like Pet cemetery. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not okay. (laughs) So, we see Buffy at school, and it's very, like, like a fuzzy filter on it. Like, it definitely looks like a dream sequence right away. Well, so she's walking around, and she's all alone. Like, she's the only person there, which is Mm -hmm. weird. And... Yeah, there's nobody else at school. Mm-mm. And Angel shows up in the daytime. So if that hadn't, I mean, oh, he's dead. But if that. for some reason you were like, what? Angel's there? And oh, it's daytime and he's in the sun? Like, that, then you were tipped off pretty heavily <laughs> if you had somehow not managed to figure out it was a dream. Yeah. And uh, I don't even remember what they say to each other, to be honest. Um, I, I just put Angel's said, there and it's a she dream. She said, I thought you'd be, I thought, I thought they'd be here. Mm-hmm. And he says, they're waiting for you. She says, I'm afraid. And he said, you should be. <laughs> yeah, he's really, like, helping out Ominous. in these dreams. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, him him visiting her in her dreams is not... Not great. doing well for her. Mm-hmm. But in, that, in that morning, uh, Joyce, in, like, the kitchen, I think, Joyce says that she's going to talk to the superintendent. Yeah, the superintendent of schools. Yeah, so she's going over Cider's head to try to get mm-hmm. her back into Sunnydale. Hi. And she says... Oh, I can't even understand my own handwriting. Oh, my gosh. Something about more reasonable than that nasty little horde. Rodent man? Bigoted rodent man. Yeah. I'm going to speak with him. Ah. Yeah, they have not immediately got off on bad terms. Remember at, like, parent-teacher night? Um, oh, this is what I was thinking of. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Miss Porter's is mm-hmm. accepting late entries. And Buffy says... A girls' school? So now it's jackets, kilts, and no boys care to throw in a little foot binding? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious, because, like, at her age, I definitely would have not understood what that meant at all. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't... I don't think I heard about that until I was into my 30s, to be honest. Foot binding? Yeah. Yeah, I think I probably knew about it at her age, okay. maybe. But... I definitely did not. And but, yeah. <laughs> bad choices equals bad... Conse- or equals consequences, which is... You know... Accurate. Yeah, like, Buffy... <sighs> She's getting frustrated with her mother for trying to get her back into a school that isn't exactly the situation that she left. But, she, I mean, Joyce is just trying to figure something out. Yeah, she's like, I'm yeah. tr- she Joyce is obviously working. Plan um, A is Sunnydale mm-hmm. High. Yeah. But if that doesn't work, she's got to go to school. Yeah. And so I'm 100% like, like, Buffy, you can't get all bent out of shape because you left. You got kicked mm-hmm. out of school again for the second yeah. time you got expelled. And we have to get back in school. So, yeah, it might not be the perfect thing that you went back, that you left. But you gotta sometimes just figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, Buffy's, like, stomping her foot. But Joyce is like, hey, like. This is it. This is, this is a situation we're, we're dealing with. Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah. So, and Buffy's, I mean, even Joyce is like, well, maybe, like, we can, you can tell a few people about you being the Slayer and they can make allowances for you because you're a superhero. <laughs> I like what she says. Is that the correct term? That's not offensive. <laughs> Which is like so like also tying into like the coming out gay to your parents thing. Oh, like yeah, what terminology do you use with your child yeah, yeah. or that they're okay with and that's not offensive? Like that went right back to that to me. That's like so to, funny. Like, I didn't even think of that. Have you tried not being a slayer? Like that. It's all like very tied into like coming <laughs> like, out. Get you some nice therapy. Yeah. Why don't you go to this farm and they'll like read Bible verses to you and then you won't be a slayer anymore. Uh, yeah, so they're having this conversation. In the midst of this conversation, Joyce opens the door and takes the trash out, and that dead cat runs in. Yeah, that's, yeah. Undead cat. Yeah. yeah. And they both are just kind of like, 
uh, that was a dead cat, wasn't it? Like, shocked. Giles comes with a crate. (laughs) Yeah, Cage, they call Giles. So they're like, okay, this is a Giles job because this is a dead, undead cat. So we need to call in Giles. And he catches it. It went, note that it went under Joyce's bed. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Like, so it was close to the mask. Mm -hmm. Um, He catches it and he obviously smells dead because he's like, ooh. Like yeah, they, they, it's all and it's all like matted and like bloody yeah. and stuff. Poor thing, poor cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Giles is going to take it to the library, and obviously he's going to uh, do some research. And Buffy wants to go too because she's like in Slayer mode, right? Okay, we have to do it. We have to do the research thing. And he says you can't come because you're not allowed on school property. Yeah. So she's can't even she can't go to school. Her friends are. In an odd so place weird. with her. And she can't Giles, really like take play. that job just to be near Buffy. Yeah, when she was a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's where all of his all of his books are. Like that's like Slayer Central, right? So mm-hmm. that's where yeah. he's gonna do everything. Yeah. So yeah, she's kinda bummed. Like, okay, she's kind of like a neutered slayer at the same time now as well, because she can only do so much, right? Yeah. So at the library, everyone's there but Buffy. Cause she's not allowed to be there. And Oz likes the dead cat. He, he thinks he's a, he's a cool, he's your name in Patches. <laughs> he's like, I like it. I like it. Um, and they're also talking about, so they're kind of all kind of half-heartedly doing research while talking about Buffy's party that night. And they're kind of figuring out, like, what kind of gathering is this? What does Oz say? A, does he say, he says, Hootenanny, <laughs> Shindig, shindig and then the other one i can't remember which all three but he's like these yeah. are very different gatherings like which one is this like what is this describe them all mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like a hoot nanny is a lot of hoot and a little bit of nanny like <laughs> 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 oz had like a lot of good lines and like more speaking lines yeah. than he usually yeah. has he was, he was funny yeah he was great this episode so they figured you know to welcome Buffy back home. They're going to have like an actual world party and the dingoes ate my baby. Oz's band are going to play <laughs> right, yes. at Buffy's house. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like the one reason Willow's pushing for this is because, okay, then they cannot have like intimate conversations and like mm-hmm. face anything because yeah. it's going to be like yeah. a lot of people. It's like a raging party. So there's not yeah, going to be I mean, any like... Xander even mentions that she ruined their lives for three months, which I think was harsh. That's strong. I mean, yeah... But, like, I think about, too, like, they now feel a responsibility that from, for the stuff that they know. That mm-hmm. they didn't just were like, okay, well, we're just going to let vampires overrun our town because yeah. Buffy's gone. Like, they took it upon themselves to, like, put themselves in danger to, like, keep the town, air quotes, safe as Sunnydale can be. Yeah. I mean, um, from a previous quote, they just did six out of ten vampires. So, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> and so, you know, again, I can kind of see where some of this, these feelings are coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they're going to have... And, okay, so they're talking about the party, and we see, absentmindedly, Giles isn't really paying attention, and we see him, like, pass over a page. Book. And it's the... Uh, Joyce's the mask. mask is on the page, mm-hmm. and he just kind of misses it. At Buffy's house, the, Buffy's getting ready for the party. She's, like, setting out the nice dinner stuff. She's such a cute dress. Yeah, and she's, like, kind of, like, self-conscious a little bit about how she looks. She's like, fixes her dress and everything. Mm-hmm. And she opens the door, and Pat shows up. So Joyce has yeah. invited her book club friend, Pat. And she has empanadas. Yeah, because she said in her Spanish class, we're making empanadas tonight. So she brought those over. And I, yeah, Pat's that kind of person that's, like, involved in, like, 50,000 things, I feel like. The book club, Spanish club, like, all these things. Like, she's very much into all that stuff. The social clubs and circles and stuff. 
So the doorbell rings again. Oh, and like when Pat says, oh, you're not thinking about like running away again, are you? Like, oh my God. Yeah, I know. Why would she even say that? Mind your beeswax. Okay. Be there for Joyce. She doesn't seem like the type of person to mind her beeswax. No, but she should. Like, it's nice when like, Joyce has something to talk to about all this. Like, that's good. You know what I mean? But like, don't talk to Buffy. Like, don't say that. Like, that's silly. She's ridiculous. No. So then Devin shows up at the door, who is the lead singer of Dingo My Babies, and the band. And so he's like, "Where's your band set up?" And he's like, "What?" And then all these people start bringing in instruments and stuff. So Buffy's like, "What is going on?" Crazy. Yeah. So then the the party's in full swing. You can tell Buffy's uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's not not digging it, and she goes up to Willow. And Willow's standing right by the band watching them. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can't hear you. I'm like, I just can't hear you. And Buffy goes like, all right, and, like, walks away. And then she comes back and, like, tries to pull Willow away. So they go into, like, the hallway. Mm-hmm. And Buffy just, like, immediately says, like, hey, I feel like you're avoiding me. Like, are we okay? And Willow's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're okay. Everything's fine. And Buffy's like, okay. And then Willow's like, okay. And then leaves. And then Willow leaves. So Buffy does not feel, like better about anything even though willow has said everything's fine well because willow didn't seem like everything is fine yeah she's what she's saying and what she's doing are actually different yeah they're not the math isn't mathing with willow right now and buffy (laughs) definitely sees that eyes in the mask glow again yeah we see is glowing so we're at a random crime scene and this guy has been shot in the head and the police are there and they're Mm -hmm. like checking it out and, and he opens his eyes. Just gets up and starts walking. Mm-hmm. So they've it's brought the mask has brought another individual back from the so dead. It seems like when it flashes his creepy red eyes, it brings people back. It brings yeah. somebody back, yeah. So at the back of the party, Buffy runs into Cordelia and Xander making out, which I just was like cringe to watch. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like <laughs> I just don't buy it. I mean, like, okay, that's fine. But I just like I just don't. I'm not I'm not here for it. I'm like here for like them like I, they're fine as a couple and I think they have like good banter but I don't want to watch them make out. <laughs> it's just weird. This is weird to me. I don't know. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's like they're she's like they don't even stop when Xander's talking to her. It's like mm. so like weird. It's weird. Yeah. And Buffy's even like uncomfortable. She's like, "Okay." Like and he's like, "Oh, we're so glad to have you back." While Cordelia's like sucking on his neck. It's yeah. like But he's like, "Look how many people are glad to have you back." All yeah. these random people she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know them. Yeah. Yeah, so Buffy doesn't feel comfortable, just kind of leaves. Like, I don't think she would feel comfortable for a couple reasons, because they're making out in front of her, like, while they're having a conversation. And then it just doesn't feel like, she doesn't feel like she actually is welcomed back. Yeah, exactly. And then the mask, again, brings back a burn victim in the hospital. He, the person flatlines, and they call his death, and then he jumps, yeah, so opens his eyes, jumps up. Starts attacking people. Yeah, but people start, like, screaming, and, yeah, so, like, chaos ensues. Now, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. For right. Buffy. Yes. So she go, starts to go into the kitchen where uh, Joyce and um, Pat are having a drink. And she says that, I don't know, even know what Joyce meant by this. Like, I, I want to be like, okay, what did she, what was she, what did she mean? Like, whatever. But Joyce says, you know, she thought Buffy coming home would, like, fix everything. But in some ways, it's worse. Yeah, I don't understand what she, she means by that either. Like, I don't know, not knowing your kid is dead, knowing your kid is alive and safe in your house is mm-hmm. worse yeah. than not. I don't know what she meant by that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I try to, like, see, like, her point of view in this stuff, yeah. but, like, that sentence, I don't understand at yeah. all. And we never really, she never really describes it. 
Like, she never really, like, explains it. So, yeah, Buffy's like, oh, my God. Like, I just heard my mom say this, and it's awful. So she runs up to her room, and she's going to run away again. She starts packing another bag. Why wouldn't she? Like, Willow's not talking to her. Xander's, like, brushing her off. Her mom's like, oh, it's it's not better that she's here. So why would she stay? I mean, I could see, like, the mom thing. Uh, But she hasn't, like, faced any of the consequences of her leaving. Like, she... People are affected by it, and she doesn't even want to, like, take that on board. Communication breakdown, basically. People just started talking. If, like, Willow just said, hey, I'm pissed off you left. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the mom thing, I could see that that doing it. Um, But, yeah, so she, you know, starts packing her bag full of clothes. And the mask is summoning dead people to it. It's like, it's it's doing its creepy eye thing a lot. And, like, outside we can see Ivor, like, zombies, question mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would call them. And at the library, Giles finally finds the picture of the mask in the book. And he realizes that it's raising the dead and that they are be- they will be drawn to the mask. So, obviously, the zombie mask. horde are going to be coming to Buffy's house, which is not good. So, he tries to call them. He tries to call. <laughs> no one hears the phone. Some rando picks up the phone and says, buddy. Is there a buddy here? <laughs> And he's like, you got the wrong house, Mr. Belvedere. That was, yeah, that which was is, a throwback to one of my shows that I like to watch. Oh, yeah, you know what that show is? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like a, a butler. Up in Buffy's room, Willow comes in and catches Buffy. And she's pissed. Yeah. And, and Buffy's like, well, I thought you were fine without me. Like, I think this is unfair, but they haven't had it. They need to have it out. Everybody needs to have it they out. Do. They have to have it out. And yeah. they haven't. So they fight a bit, and, you know, she says, like, Willow's trying to say, like, you don't know how, like, leaving affected me. She needed, she just needed Buffy to be there for her. Yeah, she said, like, I'm, like, have my first serious boyfriend. I'm doing witchcraft. And, like, I had no one to talk to about that. I don't know why she couldn't talk to Xander. I mean, maybe not Oz stuff, but, like, the witchcraft stuff. Like, Xander's, like, her number one best friend. Exactly. But anyway, um, I feel like, and I, I feel like I, this is a very, like, episode where you could, like, understand everybody's perspective. Like, I can't really fall strongly down on one side or the other. I need to see Buffy's side more. I can't help it. Yeah, I feel like Buffy's problems are always going to be more dire. Yep. But it's not, like, a competition of suffering. Like, her other, her friends' lives are valid, too. You're right. And she can't, in a friendship, she can't just always take. She has yeah. to give. You're right. Yeah. Because Buffy can be pretty self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think, yeah, I think this has happened, like, rightfully so, but, like, eventually you have to, like, give back to your friends emotionally. It can't all be about just uh, Buffy, like... No, but I think the the biggest thing here is that Buffy doesn't tell them what happened. Yeah, she she just just took off. Like, here's this thing that I went through. They would be understanding about it. Yeah, she's just just saying you don't understand. You don't know. You don't understand. Well, they're like... Say what happens then. Okay, so here's my... Here's my favorite part of the episode and my favorite line in the episode. Driving in his car. And he's like, unbelievable. Do you like my mask? Isn't it pretty? It raises the dead. Americans. He is so funny. That, like, he's so me. fed up. He's laughing so hard. Yeah. It's almost like everything. The delivery of the line, his facial expressions, like everything was just, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a great I had, part. I had watched it a few times, actually. Yeah. So funny. He's like, isn't it pretty? Like, he's just mocking, like, <laughs> people with these objects. They don't know what they are. They don't know how to handle, like, proper them, ha- handle them properly. And then he has to clean up the mess again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So he's 
like being really annoyed mm-hmm. and he hits somebody with his car. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, jumps out. Are you okay? Are you okay? He turns him over and he's like, oh, this is a dead person. <laughs> and uh, runs back to the car. And there's more of them too. Like now there's yeah, several like of them. Like a bunch of them, yeah. Yeah. So back in Buffy's room, Joyce walks in and sees Buffy's bag and Will it's her that her Will are arguing. Yeah. And and freaks, rightfully so, I think. Yeah. Like you're leaving again. Yeah. Yeah. And um Willow tells on her right away. She's like, she was le- running away again. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Willow. And Buffy and Joyce like have it out. I'm sorry, like, I feel like I'm, like, uh, like I'm way more understanding of Joyce's position in this scene. I will, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. She's like, she's like, you don't understand. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, she's like, you are going to tell me what's going on. You can't just run away, like, whenever you want to. You're a kid. You know, you're a teenager. You can't just run away and, like, not let anybody know if you're alive or dead. Like, you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it escalates, and they go downstairs and the whole party stops to watch at this point. <laughs> That's just so awkward. Yeah. And, uh, and Buffy calls her out, though. She's like, you said if if you if I leave to not come back. Yeah. And you found out who I was and you can deal with it. And, and Joyce was like, you didn't give me time, which is fair. I yeah. feel like in that last season, Joyce didn't handle it very well. But yeah, she's true. right. She didn't, she didn't give her time. Both are both are true. Yeah. And she said she handled it badly. And should I be punished for that? Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think Joyce's, like, makes sense here. Like, she does, she made a mistake. She said the wrong thing out of, like, feet. I think she was so desperate, I said this before, to keep Buffy at the house because she was really freaking, like, oh, is my daughter unwell? Is mm-hmm. she, like, what is going on that she just was trying to threaten her to keep her she in the house? actually giving her an ultimatum. And then Buffy was like, okay, like, I gotta go. Um, so that's all starting to happen. So when we go back to Giles... And he sees that he left his car, he lost his car keys out on the pavement. Yeah. And he's like, I think he says, like, good show, Giles. <laughs> he's so cute. And now the car is being, like, attacked by zombies. And he hotwires his own car. Oh, that's so impressive. That was and impressive. he says, just like riding a bike. Because <laughs> remember, <laughs> he was a bit of a badass. Giles. Yeah, apparently. Like, remember, he was, like, Ripper and he, like, was, like, into all, doing all kind of like, bad things. Yeah. Um, so he remembers how to hotwire a car. So we're back at Buffy's and like things really escalate. Xander kind of joins in on it. Xander said a lot of stuff. Wow. He's like, you should have seen her where you put what you put her through. Taking up was incredibly selfish and stupid. And Buffy's like, okay, I screwed up, but like you guys have no idea what I was going through. And this is like the thing, right? Like, but then Xander's like, did you even try um to talk to anyone? And then she's like, there's nothing anybody could do. I had to deal with it on my own. And Xander's like, well, you can't just bury stuff. It'll come right back to get you. That was interesting. Interesting choice of words for this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, be- like, yeah, I mean, Xander's very harsh. He's always. So he always. Mad. Yeah. He always is, like, very emotional. Like, he outbursts all the time. Yeah, I thought he was pretty harsh. Um, but, yeah, like, Joyce says, you know, like, I was being, you were punishing me, and Buffy's like, it had nothing to do with punishing you. Yeah. Um. But nobody knows anything. Nobody knows what happened. Mm, exactly. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, she can't expect them to understand or even, like, just anything. Because they, like, yeah. she just froze them out. Um, We know. We can sympathize with her because we know what happened. But they yeah. don't. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. They don't know what happened, really. Yeah. Willow starts to, like, say her piece. 
and Buffy tries to shut her down and Xander's like, no, she let her talk. Buffy and Xander kind of get close together and Oz kind of steps in to like, okay, let's all stay calm. He's the peacemaker. And Willow says, no, if talking's not working, we should try some violence. (laughs) And then a zombie jumps through the front window. And she's like, I was being sarcastic. (laughs) I didn't mean it. Uh, So then it's like, this has all been put on like hold because now the house is being attacked by zombies so yeah. they immediately start working together which is nice like they immediately are like start strategizing yeah. and working well, together even try to, and they try i think it's funny because they try to stake somebody tries to stake one and they're like okay nope not vampires yeah your mom her his your mom uh buffy's mom is like is that a vampire and she stakes her stakes the one of them and he's like nope because nothing happened he just she just <laughs> staked him and he just gets right back up so the, the house is like in chaos now. People like the, all the guests are running out. Like everybody's freaking out, and everybody runs ends up running upstairs except for Cordelia and Oz. Mm-hmm. And Pat gets attacked in the hallway upstairs. Yeah. We don't really see anything else. We just know that she a zombie kind of attacks her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Oz and Cordelia are downstairs. Everybody else is in Joyce's bedroom, mm-hmm. and they're trying to like bark. Barcade the door. They're trying to barcade the door, and they have not put two and two together that, um, and it has anything to do with the mask. But in the on the way up there, they found Pat in the hallway, and they dragged her into the bedroom. Um, and then Willow it goes over there and says that Pat's dead. Yeah. So Pat's just like laying over in the corner while all this is going on, and they're trying to like barcade the door, and then the door starts coming in, and all this stuff starts happening. And we see Pat open her eyes. <laughs> okay, so Pat has come back from the dead. So obviously that zombie killed her in the hallway. And they, you know, didn't know she was dead, so they dragged her in there to help save her, and mm-hmm. the mask raised her. So we see Oz and Cordelia are in the closet downstairs. Cordelia in closets. Like, she doesn't spend her time anywhere else, I feel like. <laughs> and they, you know, things quiet down, so they peek out, and they each have, like, a uh, ski stick. Oh, I didn't even see that. Nice. Like, that's, like, their weapons. And Giles arrives, and she's like, he's like, oh, it was me. And she's like, how do I not, how do I know it's not zombie Giles? He's like, Cordelia, please stop being tiresome. And he's that's, okay, it's him. <laughs> that was great. That was cute, yeah. So they are kind of creeping through the house, and Giles tells them that the mask holds the power of a zombie demon. Oh, is it Ovu Mubon? Mubon? Yeah, in the, the evil eye, basically, Yeah. yeah. I wrote it down, but I wouldn't know how to like, say that after. Like, I don't remember how he pronounced it. So, I think it was Ovo Mobon. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, who, whatever zombie puts the mask on becomes the demon incarnate. Yeah, which is worse than a zombie. Yeah, he's like, yes, that's right, Cordelia. It is worse. So we than want a to zombie. prevent that from happening. Yeah, but upstairs, <laughs> Pat. While everyone's distracted, Pat just gets up, walks over to the wall, and puts the mask on. Puts that mask right on. So. Ma- she becomes, like, the ultimate demon. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not totally yes, wrong. That's right. It wasn't her fault. Like, she wasn't intentionally <laughs> doing a bad thing. But when she was raised as a zombie, she became, like, the ultimate, yeah. Yeah. like, thing they needed to, like, defeat. So, that's what yeah. I mean. But you weren't totally wrong. She puts the mask on, and it kind of, like, mellows her face, and she has, like, this power now. And I don't really understand what her, the flashing thing's supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, when people come up to her, so Buffy realizes what's happening, turns around, starts fighting her, or trying to, and when you look at the mask's eyes, like, a big flash goes off. And I think it makes you... Uh, Does it immobilize them for, yeah, like, a minute? Yeah, that's the word I want. But, like, nobody, <laughs> it doesn't seem, like, to last, like, more than a second. 
It's longer than a second, I you feel You think like. so? Okay. A few seconds, anyway. I feel like it wasn't a very useful... Because, like, Willow thing. stopped moving for a bit. Yeah, maybe it didn't really work as well on Buffy because she's a slayer. I don't know. Oh, like, I just seemed like yeah. when it happened to Buffy, she was, like, almost immediately... She was stunned for a second, but that was yeah. it, mm-hmm. like, I feel. Um, yeah, so she... Buffy realizes pretty soon that um, don't look it in the eye. Like, don't look them in the eye. And Willow does. Of course. And... Pat grabs Willow, and so Buffy tackles Pat, and they go out the window, <laughs> down the little roof, and into the front yard. Yeah. And Giles tells Oz to, like, run. They're fighting zombies because there's still zombies in the house. Tells Oz to run out and tell Buffy that the power is in the eyes, so she, the, the eyes of the mask have to be destroyed for the demon to be destroyed. So out in the front yard, Buffy's trying to fight without looking, <laughs> without looking yeah, Pat in the eye. Trying not to look. And she grabs a shovel and stabs um, Pat in the eye. Which I thought was very unique. That was a unique kill. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome. Because yeah. it went in there. Um, before Oz can even tell her, like, that's the secret. She because, it all out. Yeah, I mean, like, it's obviously the eyes are what's causing... That's where the power is coming from, yeah. like, to mobilize them. So it makes sense that Buffy would go for the eyes. Um, it wasn't a wild guess. Um, yeah, and then when she does that, they all disappear. All the demons, I mean, all the zombie, well, zombie demon slash zombies disappear. Um, and everyone hugs. Yeah. Well, and Xander says to Buffy, nice moves. And she says, you too. Yeah. They kind of like, it's a little peace offering, a little mm-hmm. a la branch. Like we can try and move on now. Yeah. Without actually still kind of like talking through it. <laughs> exactly. They still don't know what happened. They st- st- and they still like, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Like this isn't like put to bed completely, mm-hmm. but, uh. Maybe this is a start of the conversation yeah. for them, you know, like enough for tonight, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we've done enough for tonight. It's Snyder, I said Snyder's house. Snyder's office. I love this part. Giles has had a great, great, great episode. Giles comes in. I don't know. I wrote, he comes him, in and he says, you have no grounds for expelling her. You can't personally, dis- you can't, per- you can't, yeah, you can't mm-hmm. personally dislike her. And he threatens to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, the state Supreme Court. He's like, I'm going wherever you have. Like, you really have no power. You might be powerful in your little local circles, but I believe I can make life very difficult for you, professionally speaking. Yeah, he threatens him. Buffy will be allowed to come back. Damn, Giles. Yeah, Ripper. This is Ripper. (laughs) This isn't even Giles. This is is pure Ripper in this episode. (laughs) Like, it's great. Um, Yeah, so he he threatens Snyder. And the woman, Snyder says... Sorry, I'm not convinced. And then Giles shoves him into the wall. Mm-hmm. Gets physical. <laughs> how would you like? How would you like me to convince you? <laughs> yeah, Giles is not playing. He's like he I, he gave him chances to like do the right thing, or like do well, you know, let Buffy back to school. And now, now he's had enough. That was so funny. Giles is pushed to the limit in this episode. He's like, I just can't deal with any of you people anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so we we have the feeling by the end of this episode that. Buffy's gonna go back to Buffy's school. Buffy's gonna be allowed to come back to school. Yeah. So at the cafe, kind of like that, where uh, Buffy was waiting for Willow originally, Willow's talking about, they're kind of catching up. Willow's and, talking. Willow's yeah, Willow, talking about all things Willow. Yeah. So Willow's talking about the witchcraft, mm-hmm. and Buffy's asking questions, um, saying that it sometimes scares her, but she's something that she's getting interested in. Um, and they kind of talk things out. You know, Willow says she needs to be more grown up about what Buffy goes through and has to be, like, accept that, 
you know, she goes through some pretty serious things and mm-hmm. she needs to be more grown up. But at the same time, this is me saying, it's like Buffy does need to give back emotionally to her friends. She asks a lot of them. That so they they, they kind of start, yeah, they kind of start teasing each other, calling each other names and stuff. So that's where it ends, where yeah. Buffy realizes she has to, like, show up for them, too, because they show up mm-hmm. for her a lot. Exactly. Um, so I think that's kind of where they, they leave it for now. And they still don't know anything that happened. So they're giving her a lot of benefit of the doubt because she doesn't, she hasn't shared anything. Yeah. She doesn't share anything. She so, still doesn't tell them what happened. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. So... Things are tentatively good for Buffy now, but fragile, I would say. So my favorite quote was, will you be slaying? <laughs> that was good. That was great. Oh, it's a, that, that has been like reused in memes, like, will you be slaying? And it's like, whatever situation. like. <laughs> uh, and my favorite scene was Giles in the car with the like, it's my mask, isn't it pretty? <laughs> Americans, like that, that whole thing was great. Loved it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, my favorite line was that scene in the car. Mm-hmm. That you just talked about, yes. Um, Do you like my mask? He's not pretty. It raises the dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking um, to himself. <laughs> um, and then my favorite scene was actually um, when Giles went, was in the principal's office with Principal Snyder. And he's like, here's what's going to happen. Yeah, Giles had a great episode. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was, just, he was a highlight for sure. So my state grading was a 4.8. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are some of the things that I noted. Um, we already talked about this, but like some, Buffy can be self-absorbed. Um, yeah. it's not necessarily her fault. Like she's a lot on her plate. She does. Um, she has to go through a lot more than most teenagers, but you're right. It doesn't, there's no, it's some, it has there's to be no, some, yeah, give and take, right? In yeah. relationship. Yep. So you're right. Buffy can be self-absorbed. Um, I think this kind of like, see, like this kind of starts exploring that a bit. Um, I liked how they all like kind of had it out. Um, I think there's still stuff to be said, but I do like yeah. that they didn't go on too long. Like, mm-hmm. like they didn't even see each other until this episode, right? Last episode, they, she didn't see them. So I'm glad it wasn't, like, dragged out for a couple episodes of, like, mm-hmm. this weird, like, at the party, like, those weird conversations. Like, I did not want to see, yeah. like, just, like, you can fight about it for a few more episodes if they want, but I want it to be, like, verbalized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want those, like, weird, awkward conversations. Those are boring to me. Like, I'm just not, I don't want to watch three episodes of that. Mm-hmm. So I was glad that it's it, in a timely manner started coming out. Um, the Giles Buffy dynamic in this episode I loved. I loved how he welcomed mm-hmm. her back and he was so relieved. I mean, yeah. in general, Giles overall in this episode was a highlight. Yeah. Like his lines, everything. I just, I just, he was great in this episode. Um, and I kind of said I'm on team everyone else a little bit more than Buffy's right now. Uh, if I have to choose, like. And then I thought this episode was really entertaining. I, I do like how, like, it's like Buffy kind of came back from the dead. Like, she was gone. Yeah. And then she's, like, appeared out of nowhere on the doorstep. And now they have, like, these zombies being raised from the dead. So I think there's some similarities there in the themes. I gave it a 4.7. A lot of the stuff you said. Giles, yeah, 100%. Giles was just, like, such a great... Everything about him in this episode was amazing. Um, I have a little more sympathy for Buffy, I think. Um... I feel like I'm a little more team Buffy just because, like, I don't know. I just feel like she did, She should just tell them what she had to do, though. I do feel like that. And then I think it, like, it could just avoid all of these issues. And I get what you're saying because she she really did just disappear. And she shouldn't just, she can't just expect to just come back and everything is going to be back to the way it was. Yeah, like, immediately when they were, like, on that couch, she's like, let's go to the bronze. Yeah. Like, I feel like if she could have done 
it better and still felt like she had to leave. Like, just send a letter every once in a while. Be like, I'm okay. I, when I come home, maybe one day I can tell you what happened. I I can't right now. Uh, Like, but I'm alive. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm safe-ish. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And she didn't do that either. Yeah. Um, I really like the zombie aspect. I Mm -hmm. love zombies. I'm such a zombie person. I love zombie movies. So that was great. Mm -hmm. And uh, unique demon with the Pam friend. Wait, Pat. Pat. Pat, yeah. And then there was the unique kill in the end, which I also really liked. Yeah, it was. It was unique. Um, Yeah, like poor Pat. Like she was just kind of like just a victim of the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Because her zombie self didn't she really have any control. She seemed annoying as a human. She was. She didn't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> she was annoying. Like, all these groups that are going to be like, our treasurer's gone. Where's our treasurer? Where's our co-founder? You know, where's our, you know, snack organizer? Because I feel like she was all these, like, things in yeah. all these groups. Poor, poor Pat. Yeah, poor Pat. I do feel bad for her. She seemed like she was a good friend for Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Joyce won't even, like, mention her again. <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> but I can't remember. So, so yeah, I thought it was a good episode. Like, yeah, I did too. very funny, but, like, also very heavy at the same time. Like, yeah. it had, like, that, those dual things going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, your question for next week, which is episode called Faith, Hope, and Trick. Huh. Giles is trying to cast a spell. What is the spell for? Oh, God. Or what is the spell? Giles is trying to cast a spell. Okay. So we learned recently that Willow is practicing more witchcraft. So maybe it has something to do with her. Um, Faith, hope, trick. Oh my god, I don't know. I will tell you the title is not going to help you. Of the next episode. Sometimes the answer is in the title. (laughs) Even if you don't, even if it's not obvious, but. Um, I don't know. Because like, feel like I mean, he would I guess want to if... cast a spell on was to, would be to bring Jenny back, but I think he knows he can't do that, so he wouldn't even try, mm-hmm. I would assume. Okay, let's just say a love spell? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> I can't even... It's a, that's a, it's broad. I, I gave you that. I couldn't think of a better question. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Okay, yeah, so that is um, Dead Man's Party, which is a cool... And Oz says the line of the episode... Which we don't, sometimes we get, sometimes we don't. He says, oh, I think the dead man's party moved upstairs. Oh, I missed that. Okay. So cool. he says the, the name of the episode in the, in the episode. Okay. It's spoken. Okay. So that wraps up season three, episode two, Dead Man's Party. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl All the World Pod. You can email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be back next week with season three, episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick. See you real soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>